Hey, what's up, everyone? What's up, everyone? Um, welcome back to the Multi-Location Marketing Show. Um, I am Elliot Olson, and today I'm joined with um, our co-host, Matt Nichols, as always. And we've got an exciting episode uh, for you today because we've got um, one of our friends on here, uh, our, our local compadres in the uh, local marketing space, um, Robert Ducharme. Uh, we got him on the podcast today to talk about uh, unique conversion strategy and um, just scheduling when it comes to home service businesses and different um, types of businesses that have to do um, with, yeah, just like entering, you know, finding local leads and and, and converting them. So um, really excited uh, to have him on. Um, but first, I thought what we do is actually have you, Matt, um, kind of set the context for the episode. You know, why is Robert here and um, why are we, you know, why are we talking, what are we talking about and why are we talking about conversion and, uh, and, and scheduling and, and, and things like that um, when it comes to like local web and, um, you know, local marketing? Sure, sure. Well, you know, obviously in the multi-location marketing show, a lot of times we are talking about how are you reaching more people, getting better visibility, um, driving people uh, to your locations to support each of your local markets and how you do that at scale, which is you know super important to the growth of your business. But equally important, I would say, you know, as you're driving those leads is how are you converting people into sales, right? And conversion rates are a huge part of marketing. And so um, in other podcasts, we've talked about how localization can dramatically improve your conversion rates because the consumer is feeling like they're dealing with somebody down the street rather than like some big national brand where they're just another name. But um, a lot of times, you know, we have we haven't really talked a lot about this, but different calls to action. How do you get that person to become a lead, to raise their hand and say, hey, I, I want to find out more. I want to do business. And the more uh, or the higher rate of conversion that you have, the more you're benefiting from the leads and the visibility that you're generating from. It's improving your overall return investment for your marketing dollars. It's helping you grow and generate more revenue, which is what we want. So today is a really exciting conversation, I believe, because what could be more local than you know, home services or automotive, anytime you have to schedule something, you know, especially at somebody's house, whether it's a salesperson coming in to uh, do an estimate or it's a service call, um, you know, consumers today are more and more expecting to have real-time data and be able to do things online and they don't have to talk to people as much, right? And so uh, we're real excited to have Robert on because Today, he's going to talk about some of the things that they're doing um, from a scheduling perspective and how that really is dramatically improving conversion rates, um, in addition to uh, a lot of other benefits that you can get, you know, kind of on the back office side of what you're doing uh, from a scheduling perspective. So if you're in home services or any other type of you know, business that at the local level, you're, you're scheduling, you're having people go out to the home or to other places, uh, this will be especially insightful for you, I believe. So uh, I'm going to turn it over to Rob. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself uh, and Routezilla, tell us kind of how you got into this space, and and uh, then we'll continue to ask some questions and have a, a great discussion, and hopefully it'll be really valuable for our listeners. Awesome. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Elliot. Super excited to be on today to talk about this subject matter. Um, this is something obviously that I, I'm very passionate about. Um, one of the things I always say is that, you know, a home service provider should never lose a lead because of poor scheduling. Um, but I know uh, it's not that simple. And I know because I've walked in these shoes, um, I'm just going to go back a little bit in time, give you guys a little bit of context. Uh, so if I was, I was to go back, I'm going to go back to 2009, um, where perhaps we were, I guess, in a world at that time where, um, the digital experience when it comes to scheduling wasn't as widely um, accepted as it is today, especially post-COVID, if you will. But in yeah. 2009, I mean, I had I've, I've bought and sold and built multiple service companies over the years. And in 2009, um, this this challenge or this this pain, if you will, first came to to light for me uh, when the economy kind of took a downturn. You know, so. Whenever the economy, these crazy things happen to us, and you know, in terms of uh, the economy, and 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 we feel like things are out of our control, or, or we have to kind of reinvent ourselves. These are these are fantastic opportunities 
um, for us to to find sort of what's you know around the corner. And so for us, we went looking for okay, you know, we've got this this construction company that's currently operating in Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada, which is not a not a big city by any means. Um, and and we said, you know, we need to we need to acquire a service company that provides a type of service that people need no matter what, like regardless of what um, the, the economy is doing. So what we bought was an irrigation service company. Um, and, and what we had was we bought this company in the month of September um, and in the month of October. So in the northern states or in Canada, when it comes to irrigation, you got to winterize all those lines or else the pipes freeze in the winter. Uh, so we basically your, uh, blow your pipes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we call, call them blowouts or... Uh, there's a lot of different terminology for that, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so we so we bought this company and we were so happy. We're like, okay, we got 700, you know, uh, homeowners here that we're going to need to do this service for them in the fall. We're going to need to get their systems back up and running in the spring. This is fantastic. We're so happy. We're, we're so excited. We're going to crush it. And then we got into October, um, and we had 700 places to be in one month's time and four people to do it. Uh, and, yeah. And, uh, challenge. Uh, and so what ended up happening was we had, we had you know, um, three people in the office that were making phone calls, emailing, texting, routing, trying to make, you know, do things as efficiently as possible. You know, we had a, we had a, a back end. Um, like CRM or, or field service management system that would be equivalent to, you know, Jobber or House Call Pro or those types of systems that are really great on the back end, but they don't do much to sort of um, automate that whole customer scheduling uh, experience and make sure that we're not driving all over town between appointments. Um, and so anyways, we didn't want to reinvent the wheel and we hardly made any money that first fall. And I said to the team, I said, look, we're either going to uh, fix this problem or we're going to sell this business because it's not what we thought it was going to be. Um, and I said, we don't want to reinvent the wheel, so let's go out and find you know, the solution that somebody has created. Surely somebody has created to solve this pain. Um, and what we found were, again, a lot of these field service management systems that were um, very good on the back end. But again, didn't didn't sort of automate or provide us with that autonomous uh, scheduling experience that we wanted that would really make us more efficient. Um, we actually spent hours on demos uh, with any, I can't even remember the number of systems that we looked at and to the point where uh, we were just feeling overwhelmed. We were feeling like we had to learn all these other things that had nothing to do with the with the pain that we were trying to solve. Um, you know, I wanted to throw up after a lot of them to be, to be quite frank. Um, and anyways, so I said, okay, you know, um, let's, let's see if we can maybe build something. And then I got inspired when I came across the website for 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Um, and, and I looked in their site and it said, enter a zip code. And so I entered my zip code and then boom, I got, I got a list of available times and I could choose the size of the dump truck that I wanted to come out and, and pick up uh, this garbage from my home. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that is so simple and slick. Imagine if I could send my customers a link to a site that we have just like this um, and they could enter their zip code and then we could book them in for their, you know, their blowout or their irrigation winterization appointment that way without having to play phone tag, email tag you know, text back and forth, all of that, that nonsense. Um, anyways, so we couldn't find the solution to get that out of the box. We built something quite, quite rickety uh, to begin with, uh, just to test this out, to see like, would people click, would people even click on a link in an email, even to begin a scheduling process that way? Um, you know, uh, today, obviously, it's very common on websites and everything else, which is really, it's almost become um, like, uh, I would say 101, like you got to have a button. Yeah, like it's almost standard. expected. Yeah. It's, it's like we got, we've gotten spoiled by all these big tech, you know, Facebook oh. and Google and Amazon and all the things that you can do. And there's such a great experience. And if you're a smaller business and you don't have that, it's almost like you're going back in time. Right. But it's, it's more difficult for businesses. Like, like you're saying to find that, like you were out there looking for it and it just didn't exist. 
hundred percent. I mean, it's, and it's even like that, you know, that Uber like experience too, like Uber is yeah, really yeah. Uh, up the, up the game for everyone. But how do you, as a small business owner, like how do you, uh, I mean, Uber's kind of up the customer experience game, if you will. And yeah. so how do you find that kind of technology when you're just a small business owner? Um, that's, that's the challenge. And that's kind of the predicament that we were in um, as well. So anyways, we built this really rickety system that uh, probably had, we had no business emailing out to anybody, but we wanted to give this a shot anyways. And, uh, and we sent out an email, we collected about 400 email addresses um, and we sent out an email on a Tuesday to these 400. And by Thursday we had 200 appointments booked. Um, wow. and it was this major aha moment. Here we are in this, this small city, kind of a retirement community. And all these retired people were totally comfortable with this digital uh, <laughs> experience. And, and uh, it just blew our minds. And so again, That's we so actually cool. had no um, intention of doing anything at this point beyond solving this real world problem for our business. Um, and that's what we continue to do. So we got really passionate about this, this whole challenge around um, how do you schedule people or give people the opportunity um, to schedule on demand, um, but also consider geography, you know? So how do you, you can't just offer them a static calendar because you can end up with one appointment um, in this co zip code being booked beside uh, another appointment that happens to be, um, you know, an hour's drive away. Um, it just doesn't work. And, and, or if you, or if you do things like you say, Hey, um, tell me what time you want us to come take a look, but well, you can have four or five people tell you a similar time. And now you've created this whole nightmare uh, for your admin team to kind of sort it all out. Um, so we wanted to really, we, we got real passionate about solving that. Um, and one of the things that we, that, what we learned really early on was that actually zip codes aren't that efficient on their own uh, as well. So if you take zip code areas like across, across the globe, like look at any major city, you know, in Canada, the U S you know, in the UK, you know, there's major freeways, there's bodies of water uh, that cut right through these zip code areas. A lot of them are based off of population data from the sixties and seventies. And if those are kind of the, the geofence parameters that you're going to use for scheduling, you're not going to end up actually being that efficient. So, so that, that was one of our learnings along the way that kind of led us further down the road that we can get into today yeah. in terms of, of, uh, of some of the methodologies that, that we share and teach now on, on how to solve this problem. Yeah. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate that. And um, yeah, I'm, this is so cool. I'm excited to learn because <laughs> I'm like, I, when I, when we first met and you started talking about this, I was like, Oh my gosh, like this, how do people not know about this? Like what you guys do and what you're into. So um, you kind of alluded to, to some of the challenges um, that, you know, multi-location service businesses or service businesses in general face um, when they, uh, you know, try to, you know, um, do, you know, try to come up with a strategy to solve, you know, the scheduling issue. Um, but I kind of want to just ask you, like, what challenges, uh, what other challenges do you see with traditional ways service providers are booking appointments through their websites? Um, I, I think in, in large part, um, well, there's actually, there's kind of three pieces. Um, we have a kind of a framework around this or, or, or way that we look at this, uh, we call compound uh, mobility. And there's kind of three factors that go into this when, when somebody's going to offer um, scheduling on their website or scheduling through, um, you know, Facebook Messenger or scheduling through a chat conversation or even the phone for that matter. Um, one of the key challenges really is that we live in an omni-channel world. So your customer is um, wants to communicate with you on a channel they're comfortable communicating on and you kind of have to be available to, through all those channels. And maybe when we got started like early on, um, it was very common that, you know, all these types of uh, transactions or scheduling transactions took place over the phone. Um, you know, now, for example, that doesn't, that's not the case anymore. And a lot of people don't want to talk to you on the phone. Um, you know, if they, if they're in a messenger conversation, they want you to be available there. And, um, you know, there's another challenge is really, and this isn't something that 
uh, that, that we solve, but there's a lot of fantastic solutions out there that have come up with ways to solve this is your ability to communicate in a timely manner. Um, you know, I think uh, studies show that if you take more than 15 minutes uh, to respond, um, that your chances of, of closing that lead are like 50% less or something like that. So, oh yeah, I've um, even seen, I've even seen the numbers like 10 minutes. If it's like, you don't get back to them within 10 minutes, it like falls off the table. Cause they're just know, calling through to multiple people and it's yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we always make that recommendation to our clients if they have a central call center or they, they have local people fulfilling, you know, those requests to get back to them as soon as possible because, you know, yeah, all the studies show, and I think most, most people in business understand that if you don't get back immediately, yeah, your chances of connecting with them one and getting them into like a, you know, a sales position is, you know, just falls off the table. So I, I definitely see that as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, yeah. Keep going. Yeah, and then your third. I, say, I can go on and on with the challenges. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where you want me to stop. So no way. Yeah. Omnichannel. You no, said people. Yeah, people are. Um, you know, uh, you got to be available everywhere. Um, and then you just said, yeah, just like communicating them in a timely manner. And then, what would be some other ones you were going to? Uh, another another key one is you know like once you you determine kind of the areas that you want to you know provide your services within. Um, some of these areas are more densely populated. Some of them are less populated. Um, some of them are more easily, you can target more easily through whatever kind of ad campaigns you're running and that sort of thing. Um, and so if you don't have kind of the ability to align your availability uh, with, you know, up against the population density or the, uh, the possibility that you're actually even going to convert or get business from a certain neighborhood so that you're not sort of wasting ad spend in a, in a geography that just makes no sense. Um, there's those types of things. There's the, um, you know, the challenge of rescheduling, you know, I mean, uh, um, of course that things are going to happen. Right. And, and so people are going to have to, you know, uh, life happens, you know, sometimes people need to cancel or reschedule or whatever. How do you, how do you handle that in a, in a, you know, in an efficient way when, when you're busy, maybe you've got your admit team is busy doing other things. Um, and, and this stuff needs to happen on the fly. So that's, that's challenging, right? And somebody could be left, you could have a, you know, you could have a, a technician or a salesperson that's en route to a job. Um, and then they arrive there and nobody's let them know that the customer wanted to reschedule. You know, if you don't put this, these capabilities in the hands of your customers, um, then you end up in a lot of cases sort of doing things that you could have avoided um, if you had the right sort of pieces and tools in place to begin with. Um, you know, there's things like, uh, you know, you know, um, you know, certain neighborhoods, for, for example, that maybe you, you want to offer your services within, but you don't want to go into those neighborhoods after a certain time of day for, for whatever reasons. We all know there's lots of examples of the, of this in certain cities, but, you know, um, these areas might, there might, there's work that needs to be done or there, there's, there's opportunities there, but, but you, you really want to limit your availability within these areas for whatever reasons. You know, these are things that, that, that you need to be considered. And these are challenges for home service companies. Um, the other thing is, uh, you know, when it comes to scheduling any of these appoint these types of appointments, um, a lot of times it's really unknown, like how long, how much time do I need to even schedule for this appointment? Um, that all needs to factor in to, you know, if I'm going to drive, drive somewhere, I mean, I want to ensure that uh, I've got enough time allocated within you know, all the other appointments that I got to go to on that day. And, and uh, I want to ensure that I'm certainly not going to squander a good opportunity because I just didn't, um, you know, allocate time necessary to make sure that that turned into a, a real lucrative opportunity for the company. Um, so things like that, like what are some of the key questions that need to be asked up front to sort of qualify leads mm. um, and, and qualify sort of how much or quantify how much time needs to be allocated for that appointment. So these are these are challenges. These are things that, um, you know, it's very difficult, especially if you've hired like a call center right. or something like that, you know, to handle these calls. I mean, how, how are they going to figure all this, this stuff out? Right. You know, like all, at best, most companies right now with a call center will say, you know what, it, just go ahead and book them in. Just, just book them in and we'll, we'll deal with it after. Like, I just want them to, you know, um, 
I want them to have that experience where they're getting the appointment right away. And then I know it's going to create a bit of a nightmare for us in the back end afterwards, but, I, but at least we've got them in the calendar and then we'll sort it out. And then, you know, of course, now you're paying thousands of dollars uh, on the back end for somebody to move a bunch of things around. And then, and at the same time, your customer experience is not kind of what you hope for because you're having to call people and say, Hey, you know what? You know that time that you were so thrilled that we were able to give you, like, like you know, right up front on demand. You were so happy about that. Actually, we can't do it. Like, we're double booked, uh, or you know, um, right? We just we can't make it there in time. We're gonna have to move you somewhere else. I mean, now you're this this fantastic customer experience that you created starts going downhill in a hurry. So I mean, I don't know. That, that's just those are just a few. Um, for sure. Um, I could probably again, go on and on and on, but, but, uh, yeah, just all the, yeah, I'm I'm thinking right now, if you're listening to this and you're in this space, you're probably like, wow, this guy understands all the, I mean, just the amount of touch points that are involved in the process of scheduling when you have a form on your website versus like kind of some other solutions that are out there. It's just like, or calling in. Yeah. And if you do that, you have, I don't know what an average, I mean, I guess it depends on the size of the company, but you have these big crews, just one local market, that's a challenge. But then from a multi-location standpoint, you start getting 20, 50, 100, 500 locations. And now you either have to allow your people at the local level, they, they're all struggling with this and spending a ton of time and efficiency and jeopardizing you know, the customer experience. Or if you're doing it centrally from a call center, you have the same issues, right? I mean, and you just have more people doing it in a central way, you might build some efficiencies, but having some of these uh, capabilities built in that that can solve some of these problems, I would see being a huge benefit. Definitely. Yeah, which uh, this, I'm sorry, Rob, were you gonna say something? I was gonna say this leads us kind of our next question, but. Yeah, we will go. Yeah, go on to your next question. Yeah, I'll let you leave. And, okay, so. <laughs> So uh, my next question is for you, Rob, like what are, what are new ways that, you know, companies are using scheduling tools to book more appointments and make things easier for their customers? Like, like what's really working? Like, what are you seeing uh, kind of like at the cutting edge, I guess, of what people are doing right now? Yeah. Uh, great question. Um, I, one, one thing that comes to mind, this is, again, I've been at this for some time. I feel like I got my PhD in the subject matter, but um, <laughs> I, there's, a, there's a methodology uh, that we've taught companies like Tesla, for example, that we call compound mobility. Um, and it's actually kind of this, this issue kind of came to light uh, for us when we were talking to a company in Brazil that actually been hired by Uber uh, to reduce the number of cars that were on the road driving Uber. So what they were trying to do with, by compounding mobility was saying, like, can we make it so that these drivers make more money in less time by, at, by pumping their schedule with more things in a tighter area on the map? Um, mm-hmm. And this is so this and we've kind of so built this whole methodology around this that we, again, like share with companies like Tesla. It includes like how to determine the return on your mileage. Um, how to ensure you have all the necessary systems uh, in sync to meet your, you know, your customers where they're at. Um, and how do you, you know, maximize your capacity? So how, how do you prevent that challenge of having to you know, run all, drive around town between appointments? And, uh, and so we actually ran a little case study um, with, with Tesla as a result of kind of implementing this, the compound mobility piece. So over 50,000 appointments. Actually, let me give you a little context. So what was yeah. happening with Tesla, they were receiving, um, you know, thousands of requests a day for service. And part of their mandate is instead of you bringing your car uh, to the dealership for service, they'll come to you at your home, or your office, wherever it is you want your car work done. So operating very much like a, like a home service, you know, type business. I mean, now Tesla is a Fortune 50 company that prides itself on building technology. So they, you know, on the back end, they had built themselves what is equivalent you know, to your job or house call pro or whatever, like your your field service management system, it in fact built a very a very robust a very robust system on the back end. Uh, but what was happening was they're getting all these requests and they're having to reschedule, move things around. They're having to do everything that my irrigation company had to do 
many moons ago, uh, which is yep. crazy because totally different use case, but same real world problem. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and so, <laughs> so we ran this case study with them and basically um, over 50,000 appointments, the compound mobility methodology was able to save them an average of 16 to 20 minutes per appointment by eliminating all the admin, texting, phoning, emailing, and routing work, and rescheduling work that had to go on for every appointment to keep everybody happy. Um, and we were able to double the number of appointments their techs were doing um, through kind of the, you know, um, keeping their driving distance to a minimum from two to three appointments a day to five or six. I mean, that's just one example. Another example um, I would share is specifically in the marketing side of things. So, so one of our clients came to us that, that does uh, concrete resurfacing in Columbus, Ohio. Um, and they were running Facebook messenger ads and they were spending about 10 grand a month on messenger ads. Um, and they had hired some virtual assistants, I believe in the, in the, in the Philippines to engage in the messenger conversations that were going on a whole, whole team around that to ensure that, Again, they were covering that response piece really well. They were communicating with people in a timely fashion, which we know is key uh, when it comes to closing leads, right? Uh, so, yeah. so they were so they were doing that piece really well. But what was happening was these these virtual assistants were collecting phone numbers for them. So over ten thousand, you know, a ten thousand dollar ad spend, they got about sixteen hundred phone numbers. Well, that also that ends up equating to about you know probably over 2,000 phone calls uh, they're going to need to be made in the office. And that's probably at an expense of around three, $4,000 for somebody in your office to spend the time making those calls. Um, and then if you, you know, you know, on top of all that, you've taken somebody from a channel they're comfortable communicating on through the messenger conversation and you've tried to move them over to the phone and you're not even sure that they're comfortable, that comfortable talking on the phone because they've never reached out to you by phone. Um, at the same time, while that person's waiting for you to get them on the phone, they're not just going to sit there and wait. I mean, they're going to be looking at other opportunities, <laughs> right. other companies that they can get a hold right, of. Right, right, yeah. I mean, right. yeah. And, or Facebook's going to start serving them up with other ads, you know, of, of uh, similar type companies. So everything is just working against you at that point. So what happened was um, out of the 1,600 leads or phone numbers that they got, they were only able to get a hold of 300 by phone. And... They were only able to get sales appointments booked with about 60 of them, so about 3%. So then they got the idea and they said, you know what, we're going to take this whole, you know, Rootzilla compound mobility methodology. We're going to, we're going to give this, put this in the hands of our virtual assistants so that they can actually give people, uh, they can get, you know, get the, the address or the location of the person that they're talking to in the chat conversation. And they can actually, based on that, can actually give them. Uh, available times that are completely efficient to kind of factor in the whole compound mobility piece on their end and and close them right there in the conversation at the point when they're ready to move on to the appointment setting piece. And what happened was they went in this particular campaign, they went from a 3% conversion to up to 70% conversion of, uh, of lead to booked appointment. Wow. It's really powerful uh, when you can that is huge. Um, make huge. your scheduling that autonomous and that efficient um, and meet the lead in the channel that they're comfortable communicating on. I love that. No, no I love that because, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, like we talked about earlier, I mean, you can drive, you said a 10K ad spend, you generated 1,600 leads, which is great, but then through the delay and through changing channels, you're only getting a hold of 300 and then you've given them time. So you're not converting at nearly high of a rate. And, you know, you look at that compared to I'm on the phone right now. You're interested in this. Here's when we can come and book it. Right. So from a conversionary standpoint, just that instant feedback and getting it booked, then they're stopped booking because they've got something booked. Right. And so, I mean, the ROI on that is just I can't even imagine the difference in revenue from your 10K spend to 70% close rate versus 3% close rate yeah. um, is just amazing. And so I, I think that's one of the, you know, the most intriguing things, you know, for um, multi-location businesses that we talk to, obviously, is at the end of the day, 
it's all about ROI, right? I mean, you can generate as many leads as possible, but if you out there listening, you can implement some of these strategies um, where you can get that instant satisfaction, whether it's them going to the website and being able to see it and do it themselves, or they call in and boom, right there, they can book it online. And that's, you know, obviously a huge part of the marketing piece, but then there's also that efficiency piece behind the scenes, you know, <laughs> how are you able to do that? And how are you able to book those things really efficiently? And like you said, in the Tesla example, they were doubling the amount of appointments, which also le leads to increased revenue for the company being able to satisfy uh, more customers. And I'm assuming a much better customer experience because there's that real-time communication and all those other challenges that you spoke to. So this is yeah. just, you know, a huge topic, I think, for um, for home service businesses and, and other similar type use cases. It, it's interesting, you know, a, a question I, I would throw out there to all any home service companies listening right now would be, hey, if I, if I told you I could send you 10 times more leads than you're receiving now, <laughs> Would you even be able to handle it? Like, would you even know what to do? Would you even have a, a methodology in place to ensure that you're you're getting you're maximizing your return on that? Like, like what would you do today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe Absolutely. left with the same question. Maybe left with the same question that you had when you had the irrigation company, because that's exactly yeah. Or you have to book them yeah. out really far, and then people are like, "I want it done this week. I, I'm going to call someone else." Right. So. so you can try to push those things out, but I mean, just the fact of being able to do twice as many things with the same, you know, uh, staff is just, you know, phenomenal, especially when it's harder to get people, you know, working and, um, you know, so yeah. can, you want to maximize the efficiency of your, of your job. Can you, Rob, can you share like this compound mobility method? And then can you share that in the context of um, like what this looks like? for a company that has like a local site that and, and they want to and you know maybe they have a form fill right now but um you know you guys kind of have a different way of doing that and i think practically speaking it'd be cool to like just share that because i think it's it's something that you just don't see a lot of home service by riders you just don't see um them doing um so yeah compound mobility method and then just uh like what that looks like in the context of like you know on site on a local website yeah, 100% happy to share that. Thanks and thanks for asking that, that question. I mean, um, again, something I'm very passionate about, compound mobility. I mean, this is this is something that, um, you know, if we don't globally, if we don't if we don't compound our mobility, if we don't do something about this, I mean, um, the infrastructure in our cities is not even going to be able to keep up. I mean, the amount of things that are getting delivered, the amount of things that are happening on our roads um, as a result of, of, of where we're going, um, is compound mobility must happen. And that's why we're, we're teaching this methodology. Um, there's three components to it uh, that you need to consider. One is the return on your mileage and how do you, and, and so, I mean, you, you kind of start there and look at, look at it from this perspective and say, well, what are my kind of some of my fixed costs, my variable costs, like how much am I spending on fuel and vehicle expenses and all that? How many, um, how much am I spending on, on scheduling labor? How much am I spending on running ads? Um, and then we look at like how, how many miles, you know, am I driving um, each month or each year? Um, and how much money am I making as a result of doing that? And then what is the actual return uh, on that mileage? And, and, then, and then we kind of dive a bit deeper into, you know, once you kind of understand that number, now you've got a benchmark and say, okay, um, something to measure up against when you start implementing some of these changes uh, to improve your overall bottom line. And, and so then you look at things like capacity and you know, maximizing your capacity. So, um, you know, maybe, maybe you set a, a rule uh, with your admin team or look, um, don't book anybody who is more than five or 10 miles from my previous appointment. Okay. Um, I want to make, like, I just, because if we let's implement that rule right now, um, because I have a you know hypothesis that that is going to affect the return on our mileage substantially. If we could cut that down right now, that's that's a good starting point. Okay, um, or or secondly, um, let's look at our you know the lead conversion side of things. So our, our system syncs. So there's kind of 
So, so three pillars, if you will. I mean, there's the return on your mileage, um, there's your system sinks, and there's your ability to, you know, to maximize your capacity. Part of maximizing your capacity, that key piece is returning or is, or is sort of reducing how far you're willing to travel from one appointment to the next. If, if you cut that in half, now you could fit in that many more appointments in any given day. Um, if you look at the, you know, the system sync piece, we talked about omni-channel communication um, and the ability to meet your lead or your customer where they're at and close them within that channel. And you look at the kind of um, the impact that that has on your overall ad spend. So again, we factored ad spend into our return on our mileage. Um, if we are converting more of that, that ad spend into booked appointments and leads, that's going to have a significant impact uh, on our return on our mileage. And, and together, these three components, and when we call this, this is compound mobility. Um, this is uh, maximizing the, you know, the per mile revenue uh, that we receive each day in our business. And I think a lot of companies really haven't thought about these three things in that level of depth. Um, and I think yeah. if they did and if they kind of learned some of these methodologies um, with us, uh, it would be a real game changer for their business and, and real, real launch point into, you know, uh, profitability in another level. Yeah. Do you see some other opportunities there even to impact, you know, your ad spend like more on a real time basis where, OK, I know I've got availability in this part this sector this is where my team is you know over the next two days and then shape some of that to try to fill you know those needs more in a hyper localized way that kind of fits in with your scheduling or do you have some customers doing that or is that kind of some next level stuff absolutely i mean i mean it's a little bit next level but it but it but it, that is a key that is that could have a tremendous impact uh on your compound mobility i mean it could be you, know, you could be looking ahead and saying well i've got you know, I've got a bunch of demand in this specific area. I could double down on my ad spend in that area because I know I've got people going there already. And I know I've got my admin team set to reduce my availability from to, you know, to five miles between appointments. And so, so that being said, I know that if I, if I double my ad spend down in that area where I know I'm going already, my admin team's going to be equipped to see that these people coming in are within the vicinity of those appointments that I got already, and now I'm filling my calendar up in one tight little area, you know, geographically, and uh, maximizing that per mile revenue. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so, so cool. there's, there's I don't know if everybody really cool, caught that. Uh, really cool. I, I mean, like when you first started to describe how RouteZilla works, um, and we're kind of going into maybe um, in more more of a yeah, how your specific software like solves for this, it really blew my mind because we work with a lot of um, multi-location businesses and, you know, it's very common, for example, for, for, a, for a multi-location business or a service-based business to have just a form that you submit to request for service. And then, you know, there's a, there's a whole timely thing we spoke about today. But when you told me that they could book almost like I don't know if you got everybody's familiar with like Calendly, but it's like it's almost like a Calendly type booking, um, and 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 there's you know it's taking the geo into a factor and like all this stuff. I was just wondering if you could like briefly describe to me, uh, describe the audience like how that works because when you when you when you told me about this, I was like, oh my gosh, this is genius, and it's the future. Like it's the future, um, and it's no surprise to me that Tesla uh, companies like Tesla are using this strategy because it's so convenient for the end consumer and it solves those massive back pro those back end problems that you were talking about and just in yeah. terms of like operations and mileage yeah. and all that but um maybe just describe describe kind of like from the front end on a form fill versus like how your um, routezilla works yeah 100 i mean we we uh obviously you know we teach this teach this met methodology which is completely free for anybody who wants to learn about it or sign up for one of our webinars, that sort of thing. Of course, we've got the automation piece that we've built out, which is Rootzilla, uh, which takes into account all of these factors, which helps you uh, compound your mobility, which helps you improve your return on your mileage, which, which helps you convert leads in whatever channel the couple communicating on into book appointments. Um, these are how we've, we you know, achieve some of these results that I talked about you know, in the, in the marketing example, in the Tesla example. 
Um, how it works, yeah, I mean, it, it, Calendly is a great example. It's really as simple as, you know, taking, if you took Calendly and you and you you uh, paired it with uh, some sophisticated routing software, um, that's what Rootzilla is. I and mean, when you create your account, it takes like a minute to set up an account. You're literally all set to start accepting bookings in a more efficient way. Um, but further to that, I mean, you can dive into the settings. You can add all these different layers. You can add as many team members as you want, like unlimited team members, all of that. You can set, uh, you could, you could, you could do a number of things that will affect your overall compound mobility within this automation piece uh, that we've built. And you can take the scheduling. Then um, you not just use the URL, but I mean, you can just take it and embed it right into your website. Um, that sort of thing, so that. Really, nobody even knows that you're using Rootzilla to power uh, this experience, but yeah. they're high-fiving you all the way along and saying, yeah, yeah, so yeah. The customer, yeah. the customer experience yeah, right. is, you know, instead of going to the site saying, hey, I'm looking for someone to do uh, replace my windows or my furnace is out, you know, I need emergency furnace repair, right? So I go to, I go to, I search for that in Google, boom, it comes up. Uh, a list of companies, I click on the site, and then right there on the site, instead of it being a form or just a phone number, it's book right now, and they can click on that and then put in some information, like their zip code and what service they're interested in, right? And then, boom, it comes up with, here's available times that we can get you in right there, and they can schedule. Yeah, they can pick a time. I mean, is that basically how easy it is? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's it. Yeah, I mean, that's it. And then uh, behind the scenes, all this complex stuff's going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it almost it almost seems like, um, so you said it's easy to get set up, it, but it seems like, well, there's all this complex stuff that's going on. So how, how can it be easy yet complex at the same time? So how do you... You know, if, if somebody says, hey, I want to use this kind of scheduling thing, it sounds good. Like what's kind of a process for, you know, kind of getting up and running? Yeah, I mean, so we've really kept it to initially just like a three-step uh, form fill process to get up to the point where you, you're ready to accept bookings. Um, and that's A, like what's your company name? What's the URL that you want to create for your company to start accepting appointments? B, like what, what's one of the services that you offer, whether it be a free estimate or something else, how much time does that service typically take? And C, being um, what general geography do you provide this service in? Okay, so boom, once we have that, you're all set. When I say you want to dive deeper into the settings and you want to customize this further, you want to add those additional layers, you go into your settings and you could create multiple service areas. You can literally circle a row of houses in a specific neighborhood and say, you know what, Matt's crushing it in that neighborhood. I want to make sure that anybody um, from uh, anybody that wants to book an appointment with us in that neighborhood gets Matt's calendar, uh, Matt's availability only, you know, things like that. You can do things where um, you want to maybe black out certain, you know, geofence areas you've created on certain days. You want to black them out. Um, because maybe the population density there is not as, as thick as other places. And, and so you, you only want to offer your, your services there on a limited time or li on a more limited basis, sure. you know, because you know your bread and butter is, is some of the more, the more uh, heavily concentrated or heavily populated areas. Um, you could do things where with the services that you're offering, you could go in and add in a bunch of custom questions, you know, things that you really need to know or, or your admin team needs to ask before you would deploy somebody to go out and even, yeah. even do the service, right? And you can have those questions be, you know, um, just gener generic in nature or numeric. It could be, you know, like, depending on how they answer this question, you know, add more time. On. You know, say you're a carpet cleaner and you say, well, how many rooms need to be cleaned? Make sure you add on another 15 minutes for this, this service, uh, sure. depending on how many rooms that they have. You know, in the irrigation Example, we'd say, um, you know, how many how many lines or how many zones you need you need winterized or you need blown out, um, and then based on that, we would we would you know calculate the set amount of time for that appointment. Um, you know, in the in that Tesla example, they would say, you know, how many issues do you need us to take a look at, or how many tires do you need changed, um, that sort of thing. So all those all that stuff can be done in the settings, but but you, the point is, you don't need to 
like get overwhelmed with that. You don't need to get into that right away. I mean, sure. Um, that's all there for you. Um, and, and, you know, especially for somebody who's a, a smaller business, even, um, you know, they, they might be like us, you know, back in the day when we were looking for a solution, they might be overwhelmed by all that. Yeah. And, and so we, we kind of tried to create this journey where you just start simple. And you start with what makes sense. Very simple, and then you yeah. then you refine it based on your experience and what's happening. But there's a lot of levers that you can get deeper into, but it doesn't have to be perfect out of the gate. And so I, I'm assuming there's there's ways you obviously can embed it into a website or send a link to a landing page through other channels. But you also have your back end office people can use it to book appointments when people call in as well. Hundred percent. Yeah. So that's a really good question because there was, um, so we had, we did an audit actually with one of our one of our customers who was using one of these you know traditional field service management systems on the back end, and so that question came up like, well, what if what if they're on the phone or which system should we use our field service management system or our Rootzilla you know scheduling? And we said, well, you should use Rootzilla because it's going to be a lot quicker process and a lot better customer experience. And here's why I said, so here, here's an address. I said, pretend I'm on the phone. I want you to book this into your service management system. Okay. So I was sitting on the phone waiting. I mean, they went, they were checking everybody's calendar and they were maybe looking at maybe what they had to move around and making sure that the route was efficient and everything else. We were seven minutes into this call. And finally I said, okay, stop, stop. I said, and now take that address just put it into Rootzilla. Rootzilla is going to prompt you with the question to ask, and it's not going to, you're not going to have to do all that other work. It's going to tell you exactly what times are available that are most efficient, and that's all you need to tell them on the phone. Um, and this process took less than a minute, and the appointment was booked, um, and it was a lot more seamless. Um, so that this is probably a scenario where often, often what happens is, you know, the, the administrator will say, "Can I call you back?" I'm really busy right now. Can I just call you back instead of just going in and like, what's your address? You know what? Boom, boom, right. boom. I got these times Seriously. for this day. Does that work? Work, work? Boom, done. You know. Yeah. I, you know, Very cool. we work, we work with a lot of franchises. I mean, this is, this is true for any, any business that, you know, like a service-based business, whether you're a small business or a multi-location business, but these systems are so important. Uh, when you're thinking about the experience you're giving, for example, like a franchisee, and I can, I think what's so beautiful about what you guys have done is that you've essentially, in some ways, maybe eliminated the call center. You've eliminated the all the minutia of calendars and efficiency of routing, and then also you've created an innovative way that maybe some companies are trying, like you mentioned, one eight hundred junk got junk or whatever um they're implementing it maybe in a way sort of where they're giving the customer an option to book online but you're you you've like taken it a step into the future where it's like all those things are combined um and you know especially with millennials and like all the people who like if they had an option to just book the stinking appointment and like not talk to anybody they're gonna go for that and so um some of these yeah it's well, like, crazy as even yeah even the totally they're coming are, to they're coming to it too it so too. it's like you know it's interesting um you know we have conversations with digital marketing managers that are um you know have been in the job for you know maybe they have five years experience they're still really young and they're like open to new ways of doing things we have marketing managers that have been in the, and see things come and gone and like have a really thorough knowledge of the ways things are done and i can just see this solving so many challenges for both of them, uh, you know, when they're trying to establish like processes. So um, I don't know. I, I again, I, I'm really excited about this because yeah. when you shared that with me, I was like, this makes so yeah. much sense. Like if I if I was trying to schedule that for my house, I, I would much prefer to be able to schedule it out so I could, you know, look at my work schedule instead of having to like call somebody and then figure that out on the phone. I can just look at it. That's how I schedule things with everything else. So um, anyway, I think. <laughs> Yeah. And as a marketer, I mean, I'm real excited about the dramatically improved conversion rates, the instant gratification and access to getting something booked. I mean, I think that's just huge. And that's why, you know, we're um, using this with with clients of ours. And I think that um, it's just a huge opportunity. If you're out there listening, 
thinking about your scheduling and you're a marketer, I just don't think a lot of times, you know, it, we put one and one together in that how it impacts our marketing results, right? And just getting that conversion. And obviously there's a lot of other benefits on the operational side of your business um, potentially as well. But I would definitely encourage you to uh, look at this as an option. Think about how you're doing it. Think about that customer experience. And obviously, if you can get even a fraction of the results that you know Rob talked about in some of those case studies with his clients, I mean, it's going to just make your marketing numbers look that much better. You know, so obviously we want to get more eyeballs, be there when people are searching for the things that you do in each of those local markets. But then as we get them back, we're engaging with them, book that appointment instantly. You don't have to worry about the timing it takes to get back to them. And it's just something that's converting at a much higher. Now, that doesn't prevent you from also having a phone number on there or calling that person back to, to verify information. But just that act of having that right there available and boom, getting it scheduled, I think can make a huge impact, not only in your marketing, but in your business overall. So I think just, I think we're Yeah, we're I was going to say, I, I was going to say, it's a lot Rob, of like if people want to um, <laughs> find you, um, where can they like, where can they reach out to you to learn more about what you do and RouteZilla? Yeah, it's uh, just routezilla.com. Uh, you can go there. Uh, you can you can sign up uh, for a free trial, or um, or um, if you want to sign up for our workshop, one of our webinars, just to learn the compound mobility methodology and implement this into your own systems. Right now, we're happy to walk you through um, all of that as well. And, uh, and hey, guys, this has just been fantastic. I've really enjoyed this. Obviously, you get me talking about this this stuff. Um, I'm pretty <laughs> passionate about it, so it, it rolls off my tongue pretty easily. Yeah, we, yeah, well, you do a great job. Yeah. yeah, we love it. We love the product. We're super passionate about multi-location businesses and, and localization and local marketing. But this just fits so well with, with what we do and a lot of, uh, I, I think, some of the things that our clients are struggling with. And people may be listening to this podcast, and it's just great to bring this insight to the table. So thank you so much for your time today. And, yeah, man. And yeah, it's fun to see us. you. I haven't seen you for a couple months now, so uh, at least in person. So this is uh, fun to just catch up. My end. Um, awesome. Well, um, thanks, everyone, for joining uh, this episode of Multilocation Marketing Show. Again, thank you, Robert, for being with us. And, um, yeah, join us next time. Um, we're going to have some more interesting, uh, stuff to bring you and, um, yeah, I appreciate everybody joining today. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the multi-location marketing show. If you're a multi-location business wanting to improve your local marketing, visit marketsnare.com forward slash podcast for more content and resources. While you're there, book a call with one of our multi-location specialists, where we'll dive into your local marketing challenges and offer recommendations for improvements. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week on the Multilocation Marketing Show.